Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sandalady. So what? Welcome along to the Friday morning episode Top Flight Time Machine. Um, we'll do some predictions. We've got a few other things lined up we need to talk about. Other predictions from the uh, Egyptian. What is he? A seer? A soothsayer? Something like that? Yeah. A visionary? Um, and he got very little right last year. He was featured in the tabloid but press. That hasn't, hasn't put him off. 2020. That hasn't no. put him off. So no, he's, anything, he's gone again. The publicity has spurred him on. Yeah. Um, we've got some John Timbrell updates and um, various other bits and pieces. I've got, I've got a new item. Have you? Yeah. What's that about then? It's called Riddle Me R- Riddle Me Re. And, Riddle Me Re. And I'm really, I think my, my prediction, one of my cultural predictions for the year mm-hmm. ahead mm. uh, is that riddles are going to make a big comeback in 2020. Catch the imagination. I think yeah. people, they haven't been around for a while, not since, I mean, obviously they reached peak in the days of 321 with Dusty Bin and Ted Rogers. Yeah. And riddles were massive then, weren't they? They um, were. That they ran were. between 1978 and 1987. And mm. everyone in the whole country, a old, young, black, white, rich, poor, everyone was riddling. But mm. nowadays you don't hear many riddles. So I want to bring them back. Because I think, and I, this being a football podcast, I've done some riddles to get the ball rolling that are right. football related. Okay. Um, and let's just get the ball rolling. We'll see if you can handle my riddles. And what? and then after that, perhaps the cunters can get involved with some riddles and you can do some oh, riddles for me. Yeah. Create some content for us. Yeah. What mm. what kind of difficulty level are we looking at here? Because three, two, one, let's face it. Yeah. Them riddles were really fucking really hard. Really hard. Really and hard. In some cases, nonsensical. Well, I um, hope to aspire to that. Um, I would like, by the end of the year, I've been looking back at for reference and research for this item at some old um, 321, like the most impenetrable riddles that were ever used on Is there a book of them? Is there a book of 321 riddles? It should be. I, I don't know, but there's a lot of them on YouTube. And the way it worked on 321, you'll remember this, Andy, is that it went on, it seems to go on for ages, and there was mm. different celebrity guests or entertainers in various yep. items. And what they'd do is they'd do a turn. So a, com- yep. a band might play a song or a comedian might, you know, do a turn. And yep. and then at the end... Stan, Stan Boardman would invariably come on yeah. and do three minutes. Well, I remember the band The Searchers, who my dad was the roadie for in the 60s. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, and they they uh, they appeared on it, but by this stage, of course, it was the eighties, and so, so they were way past their big fame. But it was the mm-hmm. sort of act that Saturday Night Telly would have on because they're still on the, they're still on the touring circuit now, as it happens. Right. Yeah. And uh, and I remember being because three two one was a big fucking event for me on a Saturday night because right, yeah. as a kid you just were obsessed with Dusty Bin. 
weren't you the same? You sort of thought, fucking Dusty Bin, imagine yeah, winning Dusty Bin. But of course, yeah. the thing was, is that you never actually won Dusty Bin. The booby full prize, size one. The booby prize was an fucking actual bin. bin. Yeah, it was, yeah. Because I used to watch it when I was very young, and I didn't understand that, and I'd be thinking... Why are they gutted when they win Dusty Bin? That's the best prize. The best it, thing is, it? it's like a robot, right? But did they not end up getting a getting a little toy sized Dusty Bin? I, I think, think everyone did, got they? one of those, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's not, not the same, same, is it? You want the one that fucking wheels around the floor and fucking yeah, and it's, steam it's coming it's out of his ears and stuff. He was sort of like Britain's yeah. answer to R two D two, wasn't he? It kind of was, yeah. Or Joe Swash, yeah. <laughs> um, and so. Um, but they all. So I remember when the searches were on because I, because one of them was a family friend. Still, I was fucking bowled over by the idea yeah. of seeing someone I knew and had met on the telly. On I mean, this must well, have been before Steve Jones and the Pyramid I was Game. Just mention Steve yeah. Jones because you had that as well, didn't you? In a way, Saturday level. Night TV. Now I'm reflecting on it, it was just like a bunch bit. of people I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You well, had a charmed life, Delaney. I did, charmed yeah. Life. I've had a charmed life. Anyway, <laughs> I was like the rhinestone cowboy. You were. Okay, now, switch on BBC. There's my fucking best mate's dad. Switch on ITV. It's fucking the searchers. My dad used to be their roadie. I know the bassist. Uh, what's going to happen next? Getting cards and letters from people I don't even know. And offers coming over the phone. Okay, Probably. now, I feel like the fucking Prince of Wales here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah you, what they did was they had all these different celebrities the celebrities would mm. do a turn and then at the end they would go over they would approach Ted Rogers and the contestants there were three couples all competing and yep. the prize was either a foreign holiday or a fitted kitchen usually the star prize sometimes there'd be weird in between prizes like a grandfather clock I mean fucking hell yeah do you know what I mean? You've won a grandfather clock. I'd be like, Ted, oh, to be honest, fucking you can fucking shove that, mate. How the fuck, yeah. for starters, am I going to get that back to my rig, right? Yeah. And then even when it. I get it back to my rig, where the fuck am I going to put it? <laughs> and thirdly, even if I do have a fucking space to put it in, I'm going to look a right cunt, aren't I, when my mates come round and go, what the fuck is that? I go, oh, it's a grandfather <laughs> clock. Don't ask. A grandfather <laughs> what? Is a cl- Why is it so big? I don't know. What's it do apart from tell the time? Well, basically nothing. So it's basically <laughs> a fucking clock and a cupboard combined, but the, but you can't put anything in the cupboard and it's really narrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't got enough space in my house as it is. The amount of fucking money I'm spending on the storage. Anyway, look, I'll put that to one side. I'm not one of the yeah. contestants. I'm not, not going to win a grandfather clock. Let's not clock. get bogged down in the detail of all of that. But, but uh, it would be good by the end of the year, if this riddle thing takes off, is that we could do a special where I get different celebrities to do little inserts for the pod ooh. and then do a little part of a riddle at the end when of their you, di- bit. When you say various celebrities, you mean Steve Jones and the block out of the searches, don't you? I can, I can get both of them. No problem. <laughs> Uh, no problem at all. I've been in touch okay. with Steve Jones a lot recently, and because yeah. I, I actually lent him my season tickets last year. Um, Did you? Yeah, to, he went. Are you to see, to negotiate getting it back. He went to see West Ham Newcastle when He's I was away. Up. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, got his lawyers involved. And my mum is still heavily, <clears throat> heavily in touch with Frank Allen of the Searchers. So. <laughs> Heavily, <laughs> she's heavily in touch with him. Yeah, 
I mean, she fucking talks about nothing else sometimes. But, I mean, it's so, it's getting boring. But anyway, I can get access to them. I'd definitely get them. And then we'd have to just think beyond that. You'd have to get someone up in Sunderland. Who's the best celebrity in Sunderland? Other than um, you. Uh, no, I was going to say it's me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure. I'd have to think about that. There's Dave Stewart, but he left a long time ago. Yeah. What about that, that band, the Future Heads? Do they still live in Sunderland? The Future Heads, they're still around, yeah. Yeah, I could probably track one of them down. You see one, You see them about, do you? Yeah, I do, now and again. On the scene. Yeah, does Sunderland, Sunderland have a celebrity media hub that you and uh, the Future Heads yet, go to? Uh, it doesn't yet, but I'm considering opening one. Andy Dawson, in members only, centre. elite hub. Yeah, yeah me <laughs> and the Future Heads. Yeah. Sat there. No other Talking com- about the of show business. <laughs> yeah. So where were we? Do you wanna when do you want me to activate the riddles? I think now. Alright. I think you've got me in fever pitch, so it, here's yeah. a here's a couple of little what I call looseners. These are not these are just sort of intro riddles, right? So you can get right. the vibe. All of my riddles are rhyming riddles. And okay. I think rhyming riddles are the best, like Rumpelstiltskin style. They're, I'll say they're the hardest to construct, so well yeah. done you for that. Right. These are all football-themed, apart from the foot. Well, <clears throat> I've said too much already. Riddle me this, riddle me rump. What has legs but cannot jump? What has legs but cannot jump? Is it a table? Good answer, but no, it's Ian Dowie when he played for West Ham in the mid-90s. He, he couldn't <laughs> jump. You put a cross into him, he couldn't fucking jump. He was like he was rooted to the ground. So, good guess, but you were wrong. Riddle me this, riddle me rum. What has feet but cannot run? Right, I'm I'm locked into um, what we're doing here now. I think a little bit more. What has feet but cannot run? Um, I'm thinking West Ham again. Um, Trevor Brooking? No, it was Lee Chapman when he played for us in the fucking early 90s. Hell. He was absolutely fucking useless. He was just a big right. lump. He couldn't be bothered mm-hmm. anymore. Anyway, those were just looseners. They're, don't worry, it's not going to be a load of West Ham ones. These ones are more complex now. Right. Okay, but I'm just stop you before you go into that. It's just come up on my screen. The, your battery is low and the yeah. call may end soon. Yeah. Are we all right, I think? Well... Um, it's an interesting problem because I was, I was nervous that you were going to find this out. <laughs> I didn't know that the phone had basically grasped me because I'm sat me, here yeah, thinking, can I get you... through this without it running out? Because if I stop and tell Andy, he'll just be like, oh, fuck it, hell, not well, again. If we stop, we stop. That's the end of the episode. The Fine. thing is, the, no, the thing is, right, I can plug the phone in, but the headphones are plugged into the same socket. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I'd a have logistical to nightmare, isn't I'd it? I'd have to switch to a different pair of headphones. It's as simple as that. Fucking hell. Just carry on and see how far we I'm going to do it, mate. I'm sorry. I can't afford to be mid-riddle. After all this build-up, I've done so much work mm. on these riddles, right? You don't want it to get ruined. I can't, I can't uh, risk okay. the phone just cutting off halfway through. So bear with me. I'll just keep Wallace in the episode anyway. So. so now you're switching to your other headphones. Which are silver. The previous ones were black. These are the kind yeah. of closed ear headphones that I ordered you to get. Yeah. <laughs> after, Sometimes, Christmas. listeners, li- li- uh, Andy literally just sends me links to Amazon and instructs me to buy things. And I always do it. It's really weird. I think my wife is going to cotton on soon. Uh, yeah. I've done it with 
the Yeti microphone, which turned yeah. out not to work. That's in the cupboard. Um, <laughs> I've done it with... What about my um, Wi-Fi booster? Your Wi-Fi booster, in. yeah. The wife yeah. hates that, but don't worry. I've yeah. protected you from blame. Can I just say, at this point, am I coming through your headphones or out of your yeah. phone? Uh, through my headphones. You sure? Absolutely. Okay, it's just that the sound quality has changed on the call, so I was just concerned. Well, there might be a bit of leakage. That's why I got the other headphones. Anyway, look, yeah. the listeners don't need to know about all of our anyway, technical carry, issues. carry on with your riddles, eh? <laughs> I feel like you've lost enthusiasm now. No, no, I'm still into okay. it. All right. Here's, here's the first one. This is where it gets more complex. Many goals I did score, though some of them you never saw. In old Frank age... McAvenny. Wait. Frank McAvenny. Wait. In old age, my work is silly. I sell pills to help your willy. <laughs> Pelé. Yeah, it's Pelé. Many goals See, I did score, though some of them you never saw, because you know he always claims he scored. Yeah, I fucking scored loads of, of good goals. Much better than any of the ones that Maradona scored. The problem yeah. is, a lot of them didn't get filmed on the telly. But ask anyone who was there to describe <laughs> them, and you'll realise they were the best goals ever. I thought Frank McAvenny, I thought we were still West Ham that yeah. season when he scored all them goals when the strike was on the, the TV strike. Was on, yeah. no, it, was good, it was a good guess, but obviously I gave it away with the like, final rhyme. Yeah, you did. Okay, here's, okay. here's one that is, I've done mm-hmm. for you. Uh, my club was bright, but always black. I gave defenders a heart attack. My first I share with Mighty Mouse. My second, the hi-fi in your house. Kevin, um, my club was black but always bright, bright but always black. Kevin Keegan, fucking good riddle. This it's a very good riddle. My first, I share with Mighty Mouse. My second, the hi-fi in your house. Kevin Technics. Oh, you're so close. It's embarrassing. This is actually embarrassing (laughs) for you now. Kevin Technics. Kevin, Kevin Technics used to play for fucking. Used to play for Partick Thistle. <laughs> Come on, then, who was it? It's fucking Kevin Phillips, your favourite ever player. Oh, Phillips, of course. My club was bright because it's the Stadium of Light. Stadium right? of Light. But always black, black cats. No, I, ga- I gave man. defenders a heart attack because obviously. Yeah. Your- my first, I share a Mighty Mouse, Kevin Keegan. Yeah. Uh, my second, I high five in your house, Phillips. Fucking hell. It's a great Very riddle. Good. That's really good. All right, I'm, last... I'm tempted to draw a line under it there, but go on, give us la- one more. Last one, real quick. Stumbling down the street I come, like a drunken hairy bum. Against City, I scored a butte. I also once hired a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wayne Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> well done. It's Wayne Rooney now, plying his trade at Derby County. An with a beard that looks well. suspiciously like it is one of those implant beards that we were talking about the yeah, other day. exactly. And I saw a thing. Where's it gone? I messaged you earlier on a story that was in the day's mirror. Um, where is it? Here it is. And the headline is, one in five men would give up sex for a year for a perfect beard. What the fuck is going what on in these cunt's heads? fucking shit. What, what is wrong with these what fucking has happened narcissists? To, what's happened to our society? Jesus. The the survey, 
asked 2,000 participants about their view on facial hair and exactly what they'd be willing to achieve it. 40% of male participants would spend a night in prison for better <laughs> facial hair, while the same proportion, 40%, would give up coffee for a full year. Oh, Meanwhile, 18% said they'd be willing to shave their head if it meant having the perfect beard. Well, I mean, for fuck's sake, if you're even We're finding lost. yourself in a position where you are willing to put the time aside to take part in a fucking survey about what you'd do for a beard, then you've got to take a long, hard look at yourself in the fucking mirror. Hello, I'm calling from Research Resources. Research Resources is actually the market research company I worked for when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm coming from Research Resources. I wondered if you could spare me 10 minutes of your time to answer a few questions along the... Th- yeah, all right, what are the questions about? <laughs> the questions are about what you would be prepared to do to grow the perfect beard. Right. Mm. How long do you say you needed? 10 minutes. Yeah, great, I'll do it. Go on, fire away. <laughs> <laughs> would you give up sex for a year? For a perfect beard, you say? Yes, a perfect beard. Yes, I would. Yes. Next question. Next question. <laughs> what do you think I am? Fucking stupid. Of course I fucking would. Think of it. Do the maths, right? I'm thinking long term, right? Sex for a year. At the moment, I get a bit of sex. But if I had the perfect beard, I'd have as much sex as I wanted with whoever I wanted. But you'd have to wait for a year. It doesn't matter. I'd wait. I'd tell them, look, come back June the 9th. That's when my band's up. And I'm allowed to have sex again. When this perfect, perfect beard, beard is there, still be here. with a perfect beard, all your sex dreams can come true. I mean, I could be, you know, Baby Spice, Trish Goddard, all of the biggest <laughs> fucking sex fantasies I've ever had. These women would be fucking to me. Roller Ledska. Yeah. <laughs> Reg Perrin's wife, she's still going, I think. I don't know. <laughs> this pop off out of Rent a Ghost. Yeah. All of them. Anthea Turner. Once I've got... Having a perfect beard is like a superpower. (laughs) I mean, that's it. That's just... I fucking... I don't know what you do with that, really. With that information that that, a perfect beard give up sex for a year. Don't know. Don't know. Um, Predictions. Should we do the football predictions first? Let's do them. We've done with the riddles, haven't we? Yeah, we've we've put the riddles... Yeah, riddles are over, but if you want to get in touch with some riddles for us to try yeah, and riddles. answer, um, then just make sure they rhyme. And yeah. should we should we make it that they should be football-related or not? Yeah, um, I think they should. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, you know, it's topflighttimemachine at gmail.com or tweet us, etc. But don't tell us the answer, because, you know, we've got to Obviously do that Obviously, don't on, tell us the, the fucking podcast. answer. Yeah, right. So, here we are. Uh, six matches coming up this weekend. Let's predict them. Um, first of all, Leicester versus Southampton. Shall I go first? If I think like this, to. I think this will be 2-0 to Leicester. 2-0 to Leicester. I think it will be 2-1 to Leicester. Leicester's form has go. slowed a little bit, hasn't it? It has a little bit. Because they took a few beatings. Yeah. And they drew against Aston Villa last night in the, yeah. in the yeah. whatever so, it's mean, called, Carabao. The Carabao, the Caramac. Villa, I call it the Caramac Cup. Villa were playing without a striker. Dean Smith got interviewed before the match and they went, Dean, you've, you've lined up without a forward. He went, yeah, I haven't got one. <laughs> He's <laughs> doing do that to make a point to the yeah. chairman, isn't he? To try so, yeah. and get transfer fans. Yeah, they're all fucked. What can you do? Yeah. I'm playing one of them, I'm playing one of them false nines. Pff, might work, might not. Don't know. Don't care. 
I've just told Jack Grealish to run around wherever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Might work. Did. Uh, I like Jack Grealish. I was watching a bit of that game last night. I don't know if you watched any of it. Yeah. I've seen a, a few Villa games this season. I don't know why. They've been on the box a lot. I saw, you know, obviously I saw them play West Ham. Grealish is a good player. I don't understand, A, why he's never been picked for England. And um, when you think of some of the average players that get the odd cap. And yeah. B, why he's never been... So, I mean, I think... Uh, isn't he a massive Villa? He's like Villa through and through. He's like their he Mark is. Noble. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's because of him. But I can't believe that all that time in the Championship, no one came and bought him. Spurs nearly got him, didn't they? Didn't, did, when Spurs linked with him for about 40 million, but it did nothing for some yeah. reason. Weird. But, um, they're not going to well, sign him now because Mourinho United should charge. sign him. They need a fucking midfielder. Yeah, exactly. Jalapeno. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeno. Tottenham versus Liverpool. Oh. Um, I am predicting that Liverpool's run will come to an end and they're going to lose this 2-1. Wow. Yeah. You think Mourinho's going to stifle them? The one thing about runs is they always come to an end somewhere. That's very true. And I think, you know, you can see it at White Hart Lane and you can see Mourinho Mm -hmm. being just the sort of cunt who sort of puts all of his fucking energy into stopping Klopp. He probably hates Klopp. Uh, Nevertheless, although I think that your theory is extremely sound, I'm going to err on the side of caution and oh, say okay. that this will be a 1-0 win to Liverpool. 1-0 win to Liverpool. Oh, we don't eat. And of course, results bot for all of these goes 1-0 for the home side because that's what he's programmed to do and is unable to deviate from that. Onwards to Sheffield United versus West Ham United, Sam. Oh. The big one. The crunch clash Fucking between the hell. two clubs who hate each other more There's than any other. animosity. I don't know if yeah. Sheffield United hate West Ham. Yeah, they probably don't, do they? They probably regard you as a, um, a, a minor irritation. A sideshow now. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, but... I tell you what I think, is that I think the younger fans won't even fucking know or remember what the fuck the issue was anyway, <laughs> right? Yeah. And the older fans, I think a lot of them are slightly embarrassed because <laughs> if you ever engage with them, which I have done, right... <clears throat> They kind of start, they sort of enter into the arguments about the rights and wrongs of what happened. But you can tell mm. they don't really want to because it's just embarrassing. You'd be embarrassed if your club got relegated and then went and sued another club. Just in sort a court of, out of law? Spite. Yeah, in a court of law to We're get more t- minutes. They should say sorry to us. We're we want taking some money. Courts. Yeah. We're taking it to the highest court in the land. The, you might think as a Sheffield United fan, uh, 
maybe we were in the right but even if they think that or don't it's still fucking embarrassing that your club went and sued another club in response what? to getting relegated which um which season was it when it happened it was 2007 when uh tevez scored right. that goal at okay. old trafford so and long so yeah long after frank lampard had left i just thought there might have been a connection between the no. the presence of lampard and this lampard i would be surprised behavior. if um the boss of Sheffield United got an anonymous call that night. <laughs> you know you, what you should do. <laughs> you don't know who you don't know who this is, and you don't need to know. But I've been studying some of the, the bylaws, ancient bylaws regarding footballing matters, the Premier League, and the eligibility <laughs> of footballers as from South, that horrible, greasy South American man. <laughs> I don't think. Let's just say I don't believe that their paperwork is fully in order. You may want to get your solicitor to ask. You can, you know. I've discovered a, a bylaw which allows you to order the paperwork of another club for you to examine. It's I suggest you domain. do so. I suggest you do so. Regards, an interested pa- third party. Good day. <laughs> yeah, that all makes sense. It was a fucking Lampard move. It was the most Lampard move ever. Anyway. We've got to play them at Bramall Lane. Mm. Let's be honest, it's very likely we're going to lose, but I never uh, like to predict a loss. And Moyes has sort of got them, got them playing again. So I'm going to say a 1-0 away win to the Hammers. A 1-0 away win to the Hammers. That's almost a waste of a prediction. But uh, there it is. <laughs> <And I'm gonna laughs> see... You've doubted me say... so many times before. Mm. when it I'm comes gonna, to well, West Ham yeah and I'm, and I'm something like 20 points clear at the top of the league now because yeah. I keep predicting Sunderland's results correctly because I keep predicting draws for us but I'll say 2-0 to Sheffield United for that one and then we move onwards to Sunderland versus Wickham Wanderers um, Sunderland of course the form's picked up a little bit but we're still languishing in ninth. Wickham are top of the table uh, managed by Gareth Ainsworth with his shoulder length hair yeah and his wild sensibilities yeah so I will go for this one. I mean, we need to win this one, but I'm not sure we will. I think it'll be 1-1. One, one. I'm going 1-1 one, one as well. Oh, are you? Yeah. Well, you don't get double points if it's correct. Only I do. Yeah, well. So there we are. 1-1 one, one apiece. Fine. Fair enough. On is Stoke versus Millwall. What do you reckon? Uh, I'm going to say Stoke 2, Millwall 1. Stoke 2, Millwall 1. I think it will be the other way, 2-1 to Millwall. Right. Don't know why, just a feeling I've got in my bones. Finally, Aston Villa, who we've touched upon already, they're playing Manchester City. I think it's Sunday afternoon, this one, so you get to watch them up close again. Have another look at Jack Grealish, if you want. Yeah. Um, I will go first this time. Villa, Man City. Oh, blimey, 3-1 to Man City. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be 3-0 to Man City. 3-0 to Man City. There we are. That's the predictions then. They are all now locked in. While we're on the subject of predictions, Sam, we're going to have a look at this prick. Uh, what's his name again? Nicholas Arjula. Yeah. Uh, who we covered at the start of 2019. And then again at the end of 2019, when it turned out all of his predictions were wrong. Yeah. He got half a point, I think for uh, Madonna being in a bit of trouble, which she was overdoing the Eurovision in Israel. Yeah. But he's, he said as well that 
um, someone called Justin would run into trouble, and he's justifying that by saying it was Justin Trudeau. Right. With the blackface thing. Ah. He thought it might have been Timberlake or Bieber, but he's yeah. expanded on it, and he's gone, oh, yeah, no, it, well, I, now, now you come to mention it. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> It wasn't Timberlake or Bieber, it was Trudeau. You know, did I not say Trudeau? Stuff. Are you sure? Do you want I to double check? Because I thought I would have said Trudeau. No, oh, well... All right, I, I hold my it. hands up, but yeah, I, I, it's funny I didn't say it because I remember distinctly having the picture of it in yeah. my head. Yeah, I might have mumbled it, but uh, never mind. I was, I was right. I'll have a point for that one. So anyway, here's what we've got for him for 2020. Um, just a little bit of background on Nicholas first. He's from South London. He's been sensing spirits and experiencing supernatural visions since he was a child, and he believes he has led past lives as an Egyptian queen and a lion. Um, he works as a past life regression therapist and hypnotherapist. Yeah. And he says, some of the visions I have are through dreams and others just hit when I'm walking around. <laughs> walking, walking around visions. <laughs> the best kind. They're just like street visions, you'd call them. And he says, and this is an actual quote, the dreams are the strongest, though, as that's when you're conked out. <laughs> he says, he's Egyptian lo- this bloke is he he is partly yeah he says the logical side of your brain switched off giving more room to your intuitive side um, he says I've seen lots of visions of protests people taking it to the streets not so much just here but all over the world so there's going to be protests all over the world he thinks or in some places in the world um, carry on he, re- he says I also feel Trump will be defeated although he won't go quietly and I have seen visions of severe weather and very heavy winds in the UK. Uh, that's fairly bland and, uh, you know, covers everything, really. I've seen visions of Paris Hilton announcing she's having a baby, a scandal around Lindsay Lohan and Jennifer Aniston starting a significant new relationship. Um, I've also become very aware of Amy Winehouse, oh. so I wonder if there will be another death of a young female singer in the headlines, oh. perhaps of something surrounding alcohol and addiction. Oh, I've been worried about... What celebrities are worrying about dying? Oh, no, I don't want to say, but it wasn't a woman I've just remembered. Oh, OK. Tell me later. Um, this one is really bizarre and random he says I've seen visions of a floral cupcake dress going viral and people really sitting up and noticing the design Um, fucking hell he's also uh, had some more visions including a large fire at a UK hospital fucking nice isn't it fucking cunt I'm sorry but I have had a dream about a big hospital in Britain just fucking burning to a cinder I, I hate to tell you but in a way, it'd be negligent of me not to. It gives me no pleasure whatsoever, but honestly, <laughs> they're chucking themselves out the windows and everything. It's horrible. Yeah. The smell is disgusting. <laughs> they're dragging them out on trolleys with the drips attached and everything. It's awful. <laughs> fucking hell. A There's fucking that. inferno. He says uh, he's also had a vision of a dog winning a talent show. Well, yeah. I mean, fucking hell. We've had plenty happen. of them recently. And England enjoying success at a major football tournament. He says, yeah. possibly the uh, Euro 2020 tournament, which begins in June. Which other fucking major football tournament are England going to be in this possibly, year? Possibly. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Euro 2020 might be something else. The visions, are, <laughs> the spirits are vague about these things. The spirits go where they go. <laughs> I'm just a divining rod. <laughs> spirit. Spirit. Is it Euro um, 2020? 
He says he, he doesn't want to say. And he looks back, he says as well, uh, when I look back at 2019, the things I said at the start compared to the events that happened throughout are quite eye-opening. Well, they're not, because we've gone back and looked at them. He says, uh, there was a severe earthquake in southern China where 13 people died uh, on June the 17th, months after my... Oh, sorry, I thought that says 17 months after my vision. I was going to pull them up on the... Uh, on the calendar rule there, so no. Well, I mean, he said there was going to be an earthquake somewhere, and there was. Yeah. You don't get anything easy, for that. Fuck easy off. to say, especially in these days. He didn't predict fucking Australia setting fire, did he? No, he didn't predict that. Well, that's 2020, though, but oh, you know, yeah, he hasn't so. predicted that. Um, unless it's shit like a hospital. Yeah, problem was, um, problem was, that was there was a little overlap between last year's predictions running out and me making this year's predictions. As it happened, I had made most of my predictions on New Year's Day, and one of the big ones was Australia's going to go completely on fire. But but because of some administrative hold-ups, I wasn't able to publish my predictions until a couple of days later, by which time the Australia, Australia had set on fire, so I couldn't very well say it because it had already happened. But suffice to say, I did fucking know. I predicted that. <clears throat> So there he is. I mean, who knows, by the end of the year, this podcast might be big enough for us to be able to get him on and grill him about his predictions. I would like Especially to see how well. he does it. I mean, I'm picturing him all yeah. done up in Egyptian regalia. Yeah. And and he comes in and, you know, sort of connects, goes into a hypnotic state to connect to the, like, spirit predicting world. It'd be yeah. great to have him as a guest predictor. Like, the BBC uh, football site for years have that on Fridays, a celebrity takes on Loro. They do, that's right, yeah. And, um... We'll do something similar. Yeah. I'm not sure we could afford this fucker. I think he'd be high maintenance. He does do private um, lessons, doesn't he? Yeah. What does he say he practised as? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Past life therapist or something like that. Past life therapist. I mean, I'm not fucking joking, Andy. I would... Is he based in the UK? It'd be in London, I imagine. I would absolutely fucking love... I don't know how much it would cost... But a past life therapist, just to find out what fucking goes down in that sort of meeting, I would absolutely love to hire him for an hour. On the uh, on the mirror website where I've I've been reading from over the last five minutes, there is a video and it's him doing a past life regression with get this Lizzie Cundy. Oh, <laughs> so she finds out what she was in a past life. Yeah, she might find out what was going on in her marriage as well. Yeah, with Jace. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, go on. Yep. Past life. (laughs) Yep. What was I? Right, Victorian (laughs) times. Yep, go on. Yep. Yep. All right, yeah. A duke, was I? Yep, good. Good. What happened then? I owned one of those bills, did I? Yeah, Yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 What what else? (laughs) How about... uh, 1600s. What was I then? Yeah, a lord. Yeah, thought so. I'm going to throw a decade at you, right? And I want you to come straight back at Tell me. Tell me what I was. Yeah, nice and quick. <laughs> 1932. What? Yeah. Hitler? No. No, no, no. I was never Hitler. No way. Not having it. Not having that. No way. Next caller. Next Your caller. Broke. What do you mean Your next caller? Broke, You're not on Sports Bar now, Jace. <laughs> False the rabbit. Yep. <laughs> Let's go to an ad break. <laughs> so there we are we'll find out at the end of 2020 uh, how true Nicholas Ojula's predictions are what do you That's think about of old um, Harry and Meghan leaving the royal family mate oh, I just want your quick that. read on that um, before you go right. basically 
uh, the royal family doesn't exist in the way it used to exist. You've got a, a young man here who uh, has been through incredible trauma with the death of his mother. As I've said before on this podcast, he was forced to walk through the streets behind a coffin see as that, a child. See that van over there, right? <laughs> see the box on it? Yes. Yeah, your mum's dead in your that. Your mum's in that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, go up there, right, and walk along next to it. Not real slow. <laughs> all the way to the funeral. Oh, can't I yeah. just get in the car with my dad and no, the other people? No, walk. They no, all no, want to no. see you. They all it'll want look, to see you. It'll look bad. Go up there. Your brother will be with you and it, just walk. And it, there's a load of fucking people. They're all there cheering and that, right? You just, just ignore them. Just keep walking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really don't want to. Well, you're going to fucking have to, right? It's your nan gym- said so. Your nan and your granddad have both said it. But they asked me to tell you because they're fucking busy, right? Because <laughs> you get dressed up. So dressed you've got that. Funeral, aren't they? You've got that. He's uh, he's been through um, various mental health issues, mm. almost certainly as a result of stuff that he's been through in his his childhood. Yeah. He's married a woman who doesn't come from uh, the royal uh, background or that kind of high society where Kit Middleton come from or whatever. Um, and he's married her, and she's now undergoing the same kind of shit from the tabloid press that his mother suffered from, and he's just gone, you know what, you fuck know what? this. TTFN dickheads. Yeah, fuck this. And, and uh, I wish him the best of luck. I saw someone who I previously sort of thought was an all right kind of sane bloke on Facebook writing something like, um, but, oh, that that's nice that Harry... And that foul, what did he say? That foul <laughs> creature he is married to. Foul Fucking creature, hell. right? They've taken the money, haven't they? They've taken the money that we gave them. They're going, thanks a lot, but we're off now, right? And I thought to myself, foul creature. What the fuck are you talking about? Good. If you give enough of a fuck about any fucking celebrity or someone you've never met, to the extent that you're going to use that kind of language about them, you need to get a fucking life. Like, yeah, what the fuck Facebook. do you know about that woman, right? I've got to say, it sound, it's all a bit racist because no yeah. one knows who the fuck she is, right? She's just she's just some fucking... She's a famous woman. She's probably nice. She might not be. Who knows? But anyone who gets that irate about a fucking stranger needs to take mm. a, long, a long, hard fucking look at themselves, don't they? What yeah. do you give a fuck about Meghan Markle yeah. one way or the other? Leave her alone, cunts. Yeah, they're not even like fucking major parts of the royal family. He's not in line to the throne anytime soon. So, if you the, know, if the fucking British media had anything about them, they'd be fucking spending, if they were doing any royal coverage whatsoever, it would be a non stop fucking investigation into the fucking nonsense activities yeah, of been the no Queen's of that, fucking son. He's yeah. been living off of our fucking dough yeah. his whole life, living a life of luxury, yeah. and has more or less fucking accidentally admitted to nonsense, right? Yeah. And yet the press, rather than just spend every fucking waking hour and penny of resource they've got in investigating that, because that is a national scam, because the bloke lives off of our fucking taxes, right? Mm-hmm. They're instead bullying some woman who's done nothing other than just be mixed race. Yeah. And they've they've both said they want to be financially independent, so they're not yeah, going to claim the public press. They're going to they're going to renounce their titles, however, they're going to go off and probably do a Netflix documentary. Good, that's why good for that, them. That's why the Queen's shitting it because she's thinking, yeah. "Fucking hell!" Like if you know if they go off and start earning their own money, then that's like that'll be the thin end of the wedge. If they but prove that it's possible, I didn't see 
this, but uh, the Queen's speech, I didn't watch it, even though I was on my own on Christmas Day. I didn't see the Queen's speech, but on the table next to where she was sat, there was a photograph of William and Kate and their kids, but yeah. no photograph of, of Harry and Meghan and their kid. Yeah, well, and, she's you know, fucking that's the idiot final then, straw. isn't she? She's, fuck, she's fucking done it, hasn't she? Have a look that's at that. That's the final straw. Yeah. I'm not saying out. I'm just saying, look at that and draw your own yeah. conclusions, cunts. Yeah. Fucking book your ideas up, pal. So there we are. <laughs> There we are, that's our uh, topical opinions. Yeah. Now a new topical opinions section. Topical opinions. Hot topics. Oh yeah, and I should say, my appearance on this morning, my much-awaited and anticipated mm-hmm. appearance on this morning, has been delayed for reasons unknown. But yeah. I got an email saying, um, can you actually do Wednesday or Friday next week? Well, oh, I have two appointments already in my diary, Andy, for Wednesday Ooh. and Friday next week. Ooh. I am willing to cancel one of those yeah. right, or rearrange one of those, but not if they're going to fucking fuck me about again, mate. No, they need to be fucking With a last-minute cancellation. I'm not happy no. about this. You're a busy man. Yeah. You've got podcasts to record as well. I've got podcasts a lot, yeah. Yeah. All right, then. That's it from this episode. I've had enough. Don't know about you. I've got fucking riddles to write. I haven't got time to be fucked <laughs> around by Philip Schofield. Takes fucking long time to write fucking riddles, you know. You don't know the fucking half of it. Bye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,